0: Hey, 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 hold on, hold on. Gather around, everybody. Listen up. I got a story to tell, tell, tell. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm your host, Rico Lane, and thank you for checking in to the Blessed Money Podcast, where we help you build your relationship with Christ by sharing blessings and testimonies on Bible scriptures that is manifested in everyday people's lives like yourself. If you have ever found a Bible difficult to understand, struggle with your faith, or simply wonder why Christians believe the way that they do, then this podcast is definitely for you. I believe that if we can show you that the Bible is made real in our personal lives today, even though it was written so many years ago by so many different authors, then you just may change the way you view the Bible. It may even spark your curiosity on the Bible or Christ, and I know without a doubt, if you seek Christ, you will find him. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. No, yeah, don't forget, be a blessing and share your testimony. testimony. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the wonderful and powerful name of Jesus. I thank you for an opportunity for me to be used by you, Lord. I thank you for an opportunity to be a vessel to share your word. I pray that as I discuss your word, that it is all you and none of me. I also pray that the listeners' ears, their eyes, their hearts, and their minds are open so that they hear the truth, they know the truth, and they understand the truth. And anything that may not be the truth, I pray that you take it away from their memory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. You may tempt me throughout my days with your cruel, tantalizing ways. You may manipulate me into sensuality, but still through spirituality, I'll wait. Does my purity vex you? Why are you so hostile with me? Cause I achieve freedom to choose. My head is held high and I am set free. Just like a female tiger hunting prey with the instinct to feed her mate. Just like the hunter watches prey migrate, still I'll wait. Did you want to see me falter? Sexually used up and unsettled? Body shattered like broken glass? Temple weathered by my demise? Does my lifestyle oppose you? Don't you take it to heart? Because I exist happier than you do without showing off my parts. You may seduce me with your influence. You may mesmerize me with your flashiness. But still, like true love, I'll wait. Does my temperance plague you? Does it catch you off guard? That I'm actually made of jewels and my worth can be seen as avant guard? Out of the depths of society norms, I wait. Up from a sex-driven standard or form, I wait. I'm a priceless stained glass, glittering in good shape. Steadfast and unmovable, I am beyond the world's rate, right. Shimmering above in place, not ordinary or safe, I wait. Allow me to be heavenly minded. I am the goal for those striving. I wait, I wait, I wait. Copyright 2016.
0: Hey, what's going on, Blessimony family? Thank y'all so much for checking in to another episode of the Blessimony podcast. And what you just heard was a poem titled Abstinence Still I Wait by my guest today, a young lady named Bethany James. And if you can't tell, that poem was inspired by Maya Angelou's Still I Rise. She did a great job with that and I really wanted to kick off today's episode showing off her talent. One thing about me is that I truly value the different gifts and talents that God give each and every one of us. I value diversity and I really think it does great things for us as a human race, but it also does things great things for the kingdom of God and so I wanted to showcase that and I pray that I'm able to get more people on like uh, I had an episode with a guy who was a drummer and uh, I want to do some episodes with people who can rap so if you have a talent and and you're using to serve the kingdom of God then I would love to have you on the show but anyhow, today we're going to be in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verse 11. And Bethany has an awesome testimony on it. She shares about how the different things she got going on and how God inspired her to do to do ministry and how God inspired her to do poetry and, and just how she's just doing great things for the kingdom of God. But as you know, here on Blessed Morning, we always like to show how a Bible scripture manifests in our lives. We're not going to uh, drag this out any further. We're going to hop right into the interview that I had with Bethany. And then we're going to hop right into the scripture.
1: For my poetry specifically, um, I have a brand and a ministry called My Master's Ministry that I do all my work under. And I write a poem um, every day now. It's therapeutic and it's my passion to do that. Um, It's faith based and it's always about God, Um, but it's free form the way I write um so it can encourage anybody because some people they don't know about God or they just don't accept God and um it's our job to go out and um you know plant seeds and encourage people to come to God and um poetry has always been in my life I would say one more thing since a kid I've been writing poetry. My first poem was The Soul Experiment. And I went to a Pentecostal church, got little snaps the first time I did my poem as a kid. And that's when I took off. I started doing Poetry Slam um, in the church. And um, I started um, writing in my notebook. So um, I sell notebooks now and I'm working on a notebook line and getting a nonprofit for my master's ministry. And that basically is spreading literacy and arts through faith-based writing and literature.
0: Oh man, that'd be awesome. You got to let me know when you get that thing up and running so we, so I can support it and check it out. So believe it or not, I, um I, I, I dabbled in a little poetry myself. I did uh, wrote poetry and I wrote, I did, I wrote music, I was a part of this rap group, this is before I was saved, and so once I became saved, a lot of people asked me, you know, why won't I do music for the Lord, or write poems for the Lord, and to be honest, I felt like God called me to kind of teach, and disciple, and mentor people, and I didn't want to, basically, I didn't want, like, what I did when I was living in the world, and sending to like, muddy over what i'm trying to do in ministry so if god pushed me to it because I, I, I have been getting to england to want to write poems again and that's why i was excited when i found out that you was a poet and i wanted to have you on the show because that was a part of my life before i was saved um and so a part of me is kind of like should i write poems or should i do music for christ and i just don't want it to be like i'm trying to get famous off of off of christ and so that's just a little inner battle that i was dealing with but uh one thing about me, I truly value art. I truly value people who have a talent to just do anything, whether that's writing poetry, whether that's playing an instrument, whatever it is, I find value in that. And our topic that we're talking about today is is in Ecclesiastes, and it talks about the purpose of life. And I think a lot of times people get mixed up their gifts, their calling, and then their purpose. Right. And so I believe God has a purpose for all of us. And that purpose is really found in the great commandment, you know, is for us to love God first and then love others. Right. But then we use our gifts to, to help us fulfill that great commandment. We use our gifts to, to help love others and, and spread God's love to others. Right. And then our calling is whatever, however we uh take those gifts and those talents that God give us and use it for the glory of Him and bringing people to Him. And so I just salute you for um using your talents to, to point people back to Jesus, to point people back to the cross. Uh and I, that, that is amazing and I, I truly admire it. So um let's go ahead and hop into the today's scripture. You ready? I'm ready. All right, so I'll read it. Um, and we can both kind of just have a conversation on what it means, and then we'll have you share your testimony on how it actually manifested in your life. All right. All right. So uh, we're in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 11. It says, He has made everything beautiful in this time. Also, He has put eternity in their hearts, except that no one can find out the work that God does from beginning to end. All right so do you want to start off on what that scripture means or do you want me to kind of start off how would you how you want to do it
1: Um, I'm going to go ahead and let you start off, and then I'm going to see if I can kind of play off what you have to say.
0: Okay, cool, cool. That'll work. Alright, so so when I was studying, one, the book of Ecclesiastics, when I first read it, it was like, man, it, it kind of like shattered a lot of stuff that I believe, and at the same time, it was like looking in the mirror of, of a lot of thoughts, and I believe uh, King Solomon wrote it, and you know, he's the richest man, uh, at least at his time, and he uh, was a wise man, and so basically, in ecclesiastics he's talking about how he lived his life right and how he, he he lived life without God and how life is with God and how basically life is vanity right there's no there's no real purpose to life without God but with God then there's tons of purpose so as we skip f- uh forward to ecclesiastics 3 I think it really drives into the heart of purpose in life because it talks about there's a time for everything there's a season for everything um and in reality and whatever god creates is good even though in this world we kind of pervert it a little bit but then, uh, it also reminds us that as humans, we always wonder what is the point of life? What is the purpose of life? Kind of like King Solomon is doing in this book. And, um, and the reason why we have that is found in this scripture is because God put that eternity in our hearts. Right. And so we can't understand, uh, the ways of life. We can't understand how God runs, runs life and why he does what he do, but he put that in us because, on. uh, Life is not just what happens in this world. And one thing that we have to value... The, the the biggest thing of value is time. That's the one thing we can't get back, right? And so we have to choose how we spend that time. We have to choose who we're going to serve in that time. You know, and just because we can do certain things don't mean we should actually do those certain things, right? Especially now with the whole coronavirus thing going on, it's really making the entire world sit back and look at what they value. What was, what, what was their purpose of life? And so for those who value uh nfl football or nba on sundays and nfl on sundays nba on whatever days it shows um are those who value going places and bars and clubbing all those things it's like it's kind of like god showing us hey those things could be taken away in an instant those things you can't take with you in eternity and so the reality of it is we should be spending our life on learning about god uh pleasing god and, and and sharing that with others and so when i read that when i read that particular scripture it just reminds me of how we always searching for something in life we're always searching for that purpose in life uh and it's because god put that in us he put that eternity in us but we're not gonna find that true value in in uh things and in, in money or whatever the other stuff we go after we're gonna find it in god so that's my That's my understanding of it.
1: Like what you hear so far? This podcast is made possible by listeners just like you. You can support the show by purchasing a copy of the Blessed Money book or apparel on Amazon.com. The proceeds help us to continue to deliver the Blessed Money ministry.
2: You can continue the conversation on blessedemony.com or on the Money app available on both Apple and Google's Play Store. We would love to hear your thoughts on the show or your testimony on today's scripture. Thank you for your support and now back to the show.
1: Okay, um so the scripture and what that means to me um coming out of Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 11 is basically um, God. He um, has created us with um, a, a purpose. But Solomon, kind of like he was a very wise person, he kind of knew that life was frivolous and that we um, we have no purpose outside of serving God. So we were created to serve a purpose, but, um, to really tap into that purpose, we have to be doing it in a way for God. And that, um, would produce, um, would produce meaning in life. Um, I would say that his writings are kind of deep in that way. Um, and I would, the last thing I would say is when we do for God, we don't know what seeds we're planting. We don't know who we're Impacting, and it really has a lot of meaning for my life because a lot of the things I do are centered around God.
0: Amen. So you say you got a sister in the Air Force?
1: Yeah, she's um, she's serving. Um, she's K nine. One of the things my sister was talking to me about. We often talk about just um, a lot of real life stuff, you know, goal setting and. Um, One of the things we talked about is time. Um, God set in our hearts, purpose and destiny. So um, we are a finite being. We are small and God is, he's infinite. So um, we only have time um, to do so much things in a day. And certain things, you know, that we can do give glory back to God.
0: That's awesome. So yeah, uh, so so if your sister's K nine, that means she's security forces, and so I, that's actually I'm in the Air Force myself, and so I actually did I was security forces for the first five and a half years of my career, and then um, I changed my job to contracting, and then I got my degree and became an officer. So now I'm a, a program manager, but that's 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 good. You know, make sure you tell your sister I said thank you, thank you for her service, um, especially especially doing what she does. Uh, Those canine dogs, depending on their mission, they could either be sniffing out bombs or they could be sniffing out drugs. Either way, it's a it's a dangerous, a dangerous job. So I thank her for her service.
1: Yeah, I'm thankful for her service.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. So we heard what what the scripture is about. I agree, you know, there is a time for everything. Uh, we do make mistakes, uh, and the beauty of it is that, you know, Jesus is always there for us, right? He's always willing to uh, accept us to come back. But the reality of it is, is that time is one of those things we cannot get back. And so when time is up, it's up. And so we I, I just want to encourage anybody who's listening to this, to uh like my sister said, the time is now, the time is to give your life to Christ is now. Tomorrow's not promised. Uh I I I often think back to what uh Kobe and his daughter and all those other people that were on that helicopter was thinking in that as that helicopter was going down. And I, I just can't imagine it. But the reality of it is we don't want to wait till we're in that kind of position to start calling on the Lord. Call on him now, and I'm telling you now, there's nothing greater then living, a, doing what you know you're called to do and doing it for God and serving others. I, I get tons of joy out of it. And I'm sure you feel the same way when you're doing your poetry. So let's hear how this how this played out in your life.
1: Um, I would say the whole context is my favorite. Um, um, scripture passage, Ecclesiastes chapter three, but specifically chapter 11, Um when I think about God has placed eternity in our hearts, um, God gives us a call to do things and it may start small. So that's why my master's ministry is, it's kind of the call God has put in my heart to do. It started off um, when I was just a little kid in church doing poetry. I got a chance to speak in front of the church. And um, even though I've, I've had some ups and downs poetry has stayed consistent. I started off in a, um, notebook, just writing a regular notebook. And then, um, it went to a composition book and there's some pieces I wrote that took extreme amount of time. Um, because, uh, with the Bible, um, there's some people who are Bible scholars, that's not me. So I try to take my time and understand what it's saying. Um, So I've written stuff and it took me a period, a couple years to just, you know, do the research um, with other stuff going on. And then it's gotten, you know, um, into the place where I do different rhyme schemes and I like to research what I'm doing so I can try different type of poetry style. So um, all along I've been doing the composition. And in 2013, I made my composition book a space in there for prayers And I start praying for people who ever did anything to me. Um, And long story short, God put it in my heart, some promises, and that's eternity. You know, um, even when we think about um, how long life is, it's short compared to what we got coming for us, heaven. Yeah. So um, when God gives you something to do for the kingdom, it's bigger than you. Um, It's going to last a lot a lot longer than your reach and how long you got. So God has given me a, a purpose and I, I take it very seriously. Um, and in 2013, I made some, some goals. I started off with a text relay and now I have a sales and tax business. I've made apparel, I have notebook. Um, um, I I have a platform for it and I'm still working on, you know, learning how to do everything but i feel god is is allowing this to be something that i can reach people with
0: yeah yeah and that's awesome man so i just encourage you to stay at it i encourage you to just continue being obedient because i'm a firm believer with that obedience comes blessing and if god puts you call you the shepherd over something you go at it your best uh i have uh this thing i like to do I like to look in the Bible for what I call like my birthday scripture. So my birthday is um, was March March 23rd. I actually just celebrated my birthday. And um, I like to find any scriptures where it's chapter 3, verse 23. And my favorite one, I believe, is in Colossians 3, 23, where uh, basically it just says, you know, what? Ba- I'm paraphrasing because I don't, I'm like you, I don't, I, I don't have it memorized. I'm not a Bible scholar or anything like that, but paraphrasing is basically saying, you know, excellence in what you do, Give, do do your best as if you're doing it unto the Lord. And so that's just kind of, that's kind of what I live by. It's like, if I do something, I try to just get, do my best at it because I'm not doing it for man. I'm doing it for God. And like, even like with the uh, whole bless them on the Money ministry and the podcast thing, it's like, I got, I had to get to a point where I was like, you know what? Whoever hears it, whoever that's who God called called for, called to hear it. And so it's just my job to put it out there. And so that's that's I wanna encourage you with the same thing, just continue putting your stuff out there, continue answering God's calling because you know, again with that with that obedience, I think blessings come,
2: come. Thanks again for joining us on the Blessed Money podcast. Make sure to visit our website, blessedemoney.com, or download the Blessed Money app, where you can continue the conversation from this podcast by sharing your thoughts and testimonies on the scripture. You can fellowship with other Christians or check out the Blessed Money blog. Oh, and I almost forgot if you found any value in this show, we'd appreciate a ratings on iTunes. Spotify, or on the platform you use to listen to the show. Or, if you would simply tell a friend about us, that would be a huge blessing. Until next time, peace! peace.